presume you know what I can do with this. I know what you can do against one vampire. You girls from out of town? We're staying over there in my cousin's place. We were looking for beavers. Well, hell, ain't we all? That recliner almost chopped my mate's finger off. Whether it's a gory slasher or a suspenseful thriller, the world of horror is as varied as it is terrifying. And with a constant stream of films being produced, it can be difficult to find the choicest cuts. There are podcasts out there showcasing the highest quality horror, as well as new releases. They're well-made, well-informed productions by professional horror fans. But this is not that, and we're not professionals. This is not new, this is not good. This is the worst of the worst, the bottom of the bargain bin, that's a schlocky, goofy, just plain stupid horror. We've got three awful nasties on the screen for you today, and let me tell you, they were suffering. If we never watch these movies again, good, because they're terrible. And for more insight, you'll also be hearing from a special guest. Hi, I'm Daniel, also known as Dan Drambles on YouTube, where I am a horror video essayist. I am also a horror filmmaker, and I'm currently working with Creator VC on the next entry in the mega-hit horror documentary franchise, In Search of Darkness. I'm also the development producer on the first video game entry into the In Search of Darkness franchise. Next year, look forward to Terabytes. Pre-sales start in February. Go to creativeac.com slash terabytes right now for your chance to make an impact on the movie by answering our survey. That's Terra, T-E-R-R-O-R, Bytes, B-Y-T-E-S. And today I have been asked to guide you through three terrible, very bad, horribly no good horror films. Today we'll be talking about Zombievers, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and Killer Sofa. Killer Sofa is a very bizarre film, very low budget, very shoestring, put together by hopes and dreams. And it revolves around a man who does some strange witchcrafty stuff to possess a sofa to then torment some lassie stalked. He has weak bones. I have strong bones. But make strong babies. Okay, so first on the chopping block is Killer Sofa. Me being a notorious Killer Sofa fan. I'm here to defend it against my two colleagues who are here to mercilessly attack it. You poor right. baby. Killer Sofa. Killer Sofa is my baby, yes. <laughs> I will I will die on Killer Sofa's hill. How are you two going to destroy my baby? I don't like it. Okay. The whole concept, I really don't like it. The yeah. fact that it's a sofa killing people, that's so unserious. Because we're, I'm used to seeing dolls or spirits immediately. But now, a sofa being possessed by a, by a evil spirit, please. Where did they get that? How did you got that idea? Okay, but it's a novel concept. It's weird. It's unique. There has never been a film about a killer sofa before and there never will be ever again. This is a once-in-a-lifetime premise. Until killer you sofa haven't too. seen Killer Sofa until you've seen Killer Sofa because there is no other film like it. Okay. Indeed, there's no other film like it. It's, um, it's very hard to build tension when the, uh, the main antagonist looks like a comfy chair. Okay. <laughs> okay. But there are some points in the movie that are actually really really good like there are some really well cinematographed scenes i'm not sure if that's the correct vernacular but i'm going to use it anyway yeah. it's just it's just good and like there is there's a scene where like she's got like a heater on the side of her bed and you know it's got that red evil glow and it's like shining onto it. that's that's so good that's a good tension builder 
Okay. What about the part where the sofa is staring at them at the balcony? He stands up and he's looking at them, giving them a dead stare. A sofa giving human being a dead stare. How are we supposed to be scared by that? Please. Okay. Um, in order for me to defend that, um, I can't. I can't. I can't <laughs> defend that. That is a really stupid part of the film. You know, it's got the couch on a balcony overlooking them, trying to be all scary and dramatic, but it's not. It's really not. I don't know what they were thinking of in that. You know, don't let that sort of you know destroy your ambitions to watch this film. It's so good. You should absolutely do that. Just you know, ignore ignore that one scene. There okay. is there is a certain ironic value in that scene. There even is if exactly it, even if it exactly stomps See? on all tension of the movie. <laughs> It does. It is kind of funny. It does kind of do that, yeah. <laughs> okay, what about the part where the sofa starts walking? Like with his little <laughs> legs yeah. and he makes toop, toop, toop. Yeah. A big sofa doing that and looking at people. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's also kind of indefensible. The premise of this film being what makes it unique does also kind of, yeah, smash any tension that you might feel. But it's worth it. Because, you know, there's real, real passion here. You, if you were to watch, I don't know, the latest Saw film, you aren't going to get real passion. Yeah. What you're going to get is gore, you know, senseless violence. It's just, it's just blood for blood's sake. Killer sofa, you don't get any of that. Yeah. It's just good, wholesome, killer sofa fun. You it's know? true that from that point of view, uh, knowing that it's a small team, who just came up with that idea, who made everything by themselves. It's true, it's really interesting from that angle, but the whole story behind it, the whole thing, personally, it didn't work for me that much. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Okay, that's fine. That's fine that you aren't like a big Killer Sofa fan, you know, but you know, I personally will be rooting for Killer Sofa at the film awards. (laughs) <laughs> in 2019 that's already passed yeah. in 2019 Killer Sofa Film Awards for films about it's, Killer Sofa it's own, it's own variant of maybe an Oscar yeah, the yeah, Killer Sofa Awards the Killer Sofa Awards the, the trophy being it shaped is the like only the, entrant <laughs> the only entrant into in every category yeah mm-hmm. and it wins every single time it's got to be see. just that guy who did it's like everything Bernie Rao who did five different roles in the production <laughs> five movie. different roles can director you cinematographer which tells you that it was a really high passion project from which is guy. why I'm for it from one guy and now to hear from Dan and how he would improve Killer Sofa Killer Sova uh, could be improved if the people who wrote it had ever spoke to a woman. The, the the female characters in that film are just incomprehensible aliens. There is no woman on the planet that has ever spoken or acted like the way the women do in those films. Zombievers is a film about well, Zombievers. It's pretty much the entire plot is in that title. There are some beavers. They get zombified. Hijinks ensue, usually with semi-naked women in a cabin in the woods. Sorry, buddy. Surf's up! And next on the chopping block, we have... Zombievers. Okay, this one... How are you going to defend it? I have no it's, idea because it is so, so bad. It's going to be rough. It um, really is. Good luck with that. Yeah. To begin, 
This film is... Man, there's so much material to choose from. Where do we even... It's way too sexual. Just way out of the gate, you know, get it out there. This film is... It's just... It's really bad in all the aspects. In all the aspects. It's just strangely sexual, though. So, Will, <laughs> how, how are you defending strangely sexual film about zombie um, beavers? Horror is a mature genre. A lot of the films are often 18-rated. Um, so it really shouldn't be an, an off-putting factor. Um, God, yeah, it just, yeah, okay. it just is, though. Okay. <laughs> I understand what you mean. Like it's true in most of our, our movies we have those kind of sexual parts and everything mm-hmm. but it's a movie about zombievers not zombies zombievers so animals so what has what ha- does sexuality have to do with the attack of zombievers I don't think we should go too deeply into it because you know we're going to skewer him before <laughs> before it's done if that's your um, bag that's your bag alright next point of attack um this film is like the special effects in this film are just they're just really really bad yeah. they're just so bad um how are you going to defend I that? mean I assume it was a fairly small budget production they did the best they could and also it's sort of there's an ironic humor in Zombievers just from almost laughing at it rather than with it and I think the effects add to that okay okay I can I can actually see that one I will give you that point. Let's go. I'm on the board. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, to me, the, the special effects are bad, no matter what. Well, they are, but yeah. like it's part of the fun. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. It just doesn't work. It really doesn't. Like, because that, they literally look like teddy bears. It's not... <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> yeah. With, and I'm pretty sure that to make them move, they were just literally pushing them a little bit because they don't look real at all no they didn't there's they, no like there isn't any fluid movement yeah. of them it's exactly. just like he says defending the film <laughs> yeah but that's what, that makes it better that makes it better okay <laughs> okay so of all of the films the fact that this one has been uploaded in its entirety on youtube is not surprising to me but that being said <laughs> how can they defend that how can they just allow their entire film to be up on YouTube free it's, of charge? It's been on there for years too. Um, so we're choosing to believe that the production team behind Zombievers is just so incredibly left-wing they don't believe in copyright laws. It's okay. It's a free world for it, Zombievers. It really is a free Zombiever world. And now for Dan's suggestions on how to improve Zombievers. There is a way to improve Zombievers, and it is for it to be less aware of its own joke. Zombievers is a film that constantly beats you over the head with, like, look, we know we're silly, we know we're dumb, and that makes it kind of fall into, like, Sharknado territory, where it's constantly winking at the audience and going, hey, isn't this stupid? And it's like, take your concept kind of seriously, and then it's funnier because it's taken so seriously. Bad films are only good if the people who made them. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is a movie about Abraham Lincoln going through his life story as if it was a biopic, but apparently secretly this whole time history did not know Abraham Lincoln was a vampire hunter on the side. What do you hate? I hate that my mother was taken away. (laughs) 
inadequate. Um, okay. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. It's better than the other two, but that's not saying much. Um, it's got a lot of strong points, um, but there are some weaknesses there. Um, and I think we can sort of dive down into that. Uh, the over-reliance on CG is kind of one of the few parts where it's, it's just... They use a lot of CG throughout the movie, and not all of it is good, particularly where the vampires are concerned, because they don't really look that good when they are like sort of CG faced up. Yeah, know? I get what you mean. But I believe that um, the suspense is the counterbalance to that because you know that when they are coming in and when they're transforming, there's a kind of little pause and then boom, the vampire is back at you. And personally, when I saw that, I actually screamed. I know it's crazy <laughs> and it's funny. Like, why would you scream after seeing mm -hmm. something that's not, that's not um, scary? But that little jump scare, that's what I believe they wanted. That little pause and then the boom part, that's what gets you jumping. Okay. Yeah, I okay. think a second point would be that for a horror film, and I know, I know this is a horror podcast, but I definitely, despite it being listed as a horror, I definitely call it much more of an action movie. Like it's not as, um, like, gory or yeah. just generally creepy as some other like big horror movies. Yeah. Um. I get what you mean, especially for a vampire movie where we're supposed to cut the head and be hanging it around it's not particularly bloody bloody type but yeah for that it shouldn't fall under the category of overall movie it's more it looks more like an action movie but i believe that um it was intentional yeah i don't, I don't think it's it. like trying to be an exorcist or a saw or yeah, anything well, it's, not, it's, it's not what it's that's aiming not. for you know when abraham lincoln is jumping off off of a train on a viaduct that is slowly falling into like the mission abyss. impossible it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's mission impossible with Abraham Lincoln in it yeah. um, which sort of carries into the next point that with the axe is very ridiculous it, yes exactly it is the most anime thing I've ever seen he cuts through like a meter wide tree with like one where well, like multiple swings but he does like get through most of it in a single swing it's like is abraham lincoln superhuman what's going on there i don't understand it either knowing that he's not a vampire so he's not having that super power that super force thing uh, i just believe that what they wanted us to understand is that maybe when you have the kind attitude you can do something and you know he had the determination the determination and he was really angry at everything that was happening to him so that's where he got the power to do that because we will also ask ourselves how was he able to jump off the train and run like he did i don't know if you see i did i did voila he so, was like 50 at that at least <laughs> voila <laughs> and yeah, he, he you know believed exactly. so hard yeah, he believed so hard that he was just able to leap across that gap make it all the way so that's no. how he got the, 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 the treat. That's, and that's how he became president. Yeah. Okay. Um, it expects you to know who he is, which is kind of one of my big kind of gripes because not really knowing that much about him and then going into the movie, there were some places where I felt things weren't 
that well explained, which is probably just like you know where I'm from. You know, I'm from Britain. I, I don't really know that much about Abraham Lincoln, so maybe this was more intended for American audiences. But still, you know, um, I get you. I really get that. I understand that. Uh, I've watched the movie with some friend, and they said the same thing. But the thing is, I'm not from an American background either. And when I watched the movie, I believe that it helped me to understand who Abraham Lincoln was because I just knew that he was the president of America at some point in the time. I didn't know about his... Uh, I, I didn't know about the fact that he did some law studies or that he was an activist or he helped in the abolition of slavery. Mm-hmm. But that movie helped me to understand that. And I believe that if you didn't have any knowledge about him, you just knew that, oh, at some point of the time, he was a president. That movie will give you a little bit more in deep about his life, forgetting about the vampire part, obviously. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, and about the about his wife, about his friends, about his personal life. Yeah, so. Okay, okay, yeah. fair it enough. It just depends on the angle. Surprisingly educational for a movie about Abraham Lincoln killing vampires. Lastly, we'll hear Dan's suggestion on Abraham Lincoln. I refuse to call Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunt a bad movie. I'm not sure it's a good movie, but it's certainly not a bad one. I think the only way to improve Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, because it kind of does everything it's trying to do right in terms of like easy fixes that would improve the film. The over-reliance on CG really drags it down in places, makes the vampires not scary. And the only other thing is it's got kind of a meandering plot, but the sets look amazing, the shots look amazing, everybody's acting well. It's, it's a solid, solid movie. Well, that's all we've got for you. Thanks to Dan for appearing on this episode. And thanks to you for tuning in.